You're listening to NBS Cast with hosts Rachel Edwards and Raquel Roberts. Well, welcome back to NBS Cast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm Raquel. And we are back for our first episode of 2021. And Raquel, I don't know about you, but it feels pretty good. It feels amazing. 2020 kind of flew by. So I am welcoming 2021 with open arms right now. Mm -hmm. We made it. I think lots of people sat down and thought, once we get into 2021, everything's going to change instantly. And I don't know about you, that didn't happen for me, but I am optimistic. Yes. Well, before we jump in to our topic of our episode today, we just wanted to let our listeners know we have a new format this year. You might have heard we had a new intro song to introduce our podcast today. And we also have a couple of brand new segments that we're going to start doing on each of our shows. The first segment is what are you loving right now? So Raquel and I are going to talk about something we're enjoying. It can be anything. We're just going to share it with you guys because if we love it, you'll probably love it too. And then we're also going to share a book recommendation. So Raquel will have a recommendation for you a little later on in this episode. Yes. So let's get into our topic. Our first episode of 2021, we are talking to Mark Schilmuller, and he is going to share what he is bringing into 2021 to make it a wonderful, positive year. So let's get into it and let Mark tell his story. Let's go. Well, Raquel, I'm really excited because we're sitting here with Mark Schilmuller, and he's going to answer some questions that we have about... What are you bringing into 2021? How are you starting this new year off well? We're really happy to have him here. Yes. Mark, I will just have you introduce yourself. I know I've said your name a couple of times, but that's okay. You can say your name again. And if you can tell us your position and how long you have been with Nelnet, just so we can get to know you a little better, that would be great. Terrific. And yes, thank you. You pronounced my last name correctly, which is an awesome start. Uh, my name is Mark Schimmler. Uh I am the managing director slash chief operations officer for Nelnet Business Services. Uh, I've been with the company for 34 years, started out on the student loan side of the house, and then uh, joined NBS back in 2010. And besides those responsibilities, I'm also a husband and father, father to six children and nine grandchildren. Wow. That's amazing. I bet you love spending time with those grandkids, don't you? I do very much so. All right, Mark, that sounds great. Could you give us a little bit of a reflection on 2020 and maybe share a lesson or two that you learned from it? Oh, that's a, a great question. And I offering some reflection on 2020. Uh, what an unusual year. Mm-hmm. But also, what a great opportunity for individuals to challenge themselves and to think about what they are passionate about and what's most important to them. In times of adversity, we tend to find those individuals who are strong leaders and are passionate about what they like to do. And when I reflect back on 2020, I think about our associates and how impressed I am with how quickly we transitioned from an office environment to a work from home environment and how our associates stepped up to that challenge. I also think about 
when I'm thinking about 2020, I think about the personal connections and how, you know, working in an office environment, we tend to have those impromptu personal conversations with individuals. And we lost a little bit of that in 2020. So I'm hoping to get some of that back in 2021. And then also one of the lessons I learned is working from home. My wife likes her space. (laughs) And it used to be when I would travel for a living, after a week or two, she would say, aren't you traveling soon? And with COVID and having to work from home, it was always, don't you have to go to a meeting downtown? (laughs) And so I have started to transition a little bit back to working in the office. And uh, it seems to have created even a better home environment, but it has also allowed for my family to see more of what I do on a day-to-day basis. And it's actually sparked some conversations at the dinner table about what does dad do? And I heard you say this, what does that mean? So it's been good to make that type of a connection at home with the family as I think about 2020. Yeah, definitely. Working from home was a huge topic on the podcast this past year. That was one of the reasons we started podcasting was so we could keep people informed while they were all working in their remote locations. So it was really nice to hear some of the things that you have learned over the past nine to 12 months, how things changed quickly, but how everyone was able to adapt in such a great way. So thank you for sharing that insight. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk more about 2021, specifically New Year's resolutions. We're in January and everybody is in that mindset of, I want to make changes. I'm going to make New Year's resolutions and hopefully this year we'll stick with them. But I wanted to know, do you make New Year's resolutions? And if you do, did you make some this year? I normally have good intentions around uh, the start of the new year. Going into 2021, my New Year's resolution, because I do make New Year's resolutions, things that I like to try and accomplish either personally or professionally throughout the year. And my New Year's resolution for 2021 has been around health, which is interesting because it seemed like 2020 was dominated by health issues. Uh, and health topics. You couldn't turn on the news without getting an update about the health of the United States and countries. But I'm looking at 2021 as an opportunity to to, uh, re-engage in some exercise activities. I renewed my membership at the Y and have been going to the Y every morning. So I've set my alarm a little earlier in the morning so I can get up and motivate myself to get it done. I like to get it done early in the morning if I'm going to work out so that I'm not taking away from the family after work. So that's my New Year's resolution this year is to exercise and be healthier from that standpoint. And then also from a professional perspective, my goal is to read more. Not necessarily a specific work-related items, but to read more and, and just be more knowledgeable on things that are going on in the world and or even history. I haven't decided yet on that. So I have to ask, Mark, are you reading something right now? I am reading something right now, and it's more of a personal book, more than a professional development type book. One of my sons is studying for the priesthood and the religious life. The name of the book is A Priest Forever, and it's about a young gentleman who discerned that he wanted to be a Catholic priest, and as he was studying to be a Catholic priest, 
uh, he uh, developed cancer and actually was ordained a priest the day that he passed away. So he never got to celebrate the Mass, but it goes into his life and what it means to discern his vocation. And so that's the book I'm reading right now to kind of give me a better understanding of what my son is going through as he's discerning his vocation. Wow, that sounds really interesting. I think I'm going to echo your point about health. If there's one thing that 2020 taught anybody, it was don't take your health for granted. So I feel like for people that do resolutions, health is probably going to be up there on the list. And Mm -hmm. yes, reading more is actually on my list too. So great mind, I I think, there. (laughs) (laughs) We can all be each other's self-appointed check-in points. Yes. I love that. I would be down for that for sure. Mark, can you share uh, some of the things that you want to start or keep doing in 2021? You know, I mentioned earlier in one of my comments about those personal connections with individuals. And in 2020, it felt like we lost some of that personal connection with individuals. Mm -hmm. And so in 2021, actually it was in the latter part of 2020, we started talking about more personal engagement and outreach, not just to follow up on a work-related task or something along that line, but just reaching out to individuals both associates and customers that we know. And then even from a personal perspective, individuals who just have a personal connection in our lives, reconnecting with those individuals. And I'm trying to do that in 2021 outside of social media. Hmm. There's Facebook and there's Twitter and there's all these social media platforms that you can connect with people. But picking up the phone and hearing someone's voice or writing them a personal note or card and sticking it in the mail and mailing it, just creating those personal connections with individuals is something that I'm looking forward to reestablishing in 2021. I've done that in the past. And for some reason in 2020, which you would have thought would have been the year to really do these personal reach outs, I did some of them, but not to the extent that I, I think I could have done. And so going into 2021, That's something I want to bring back even more than I have in the past. That's such a great piece of advice. I feel like 2020 was the year to reevaluate things and decide what you want to do differently. And 2021 is going to be where you actually execute on those things. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly right. So I want to ask as a follow-up question, What are some of the things that you want to do differently for 2021? You mentioned that you want to be in more contact in that relationship building mindset. Is there anything else you want to do differently for this year? I don't know if I do anything differently. I'm I'm not one that I look back at things and think that I regret doing something. So it's not that I want to do something differently, but you always need to be making improvements or looking for ways to improve things that you're doing, no matter what it is. You know, I'm a gardener. I have a fairly large garden and I'm always looking for ways to make the garden better. It was good last year. Didn't have any problems. I had a lot of produce, but I'll be looking this year in 2021 at how do you make those little tweaks that just take it to the next level? And so that's what I'll be looking for in 2021. So I don't think I'll do a lot of things differently, but we'll look at modifying and taking things to the next level would be how I would approach 2021 as far as what would I change or or do differently. 
So I want to take just a second here, too. I learned something about you a couple of years ago through the Career Passport program. But I know one of the things that you like to do with your family is you sit down at the dinner table and you ask each of your kids and your wife, what's something that you did today to help someone? Yeah. (laughs) So I wanted to know, are you going to keep doing that this year? And are you going to find a way to level that up? That is still something that we do to this day at dinner time at night. And if I don't bring it up, it's become such a, a habit within our family. Our kids will bring it up and start the question and we'll say, mom, tell me something good that happened to you today. Tell me something that could have been better. Uh, We never focus on the negative. So we don't say what was the worst part of your day. We always say what part of your day could have been better. And then the third question is always, how did you help someone? And I don't think we'll ever go away from asking those three questions. I think every once in a while we throw in an extra question or a clarative question to get some additional information because one time one of my kids answered the question about helping somebody. I picked up a paper clip that somebody dropped and gave it to them. Uh, and that didn't quite work for me. And so we you know, went a little deeper into the conversation about helping somebody, but it's expanded. And I think that's the neat thing about those particular three questions and sparking the conversation with the family. Now with the grandkids coming to the table, we ask those questions of the grandkids as well. If you're ever an unexpected dinner guest at our house, you'll have to answer the questions. Uh, It it always happens that way. That's such a great tradition and something great to remember and look back on when everybody's all grown up. Switching gears a little bit, Mark, can you tell us how you managed to stay positive in challenging times? I think 2020 was challenging for nearly everybody, but how did you specifically keep yourself with positive thoughts? You know, there was an interesting presenter last week, and I wish I could remember his name on the K-12 all sales meeting. And he had a quote that he talked about divine disappointment. He talked about how, you know, there's things that we set our plan and we were expecting to do something a certain way, or we ask for a certain thing and they don't always happen the way we want them to happen. There's a song about it as well, about unanswered prayers. And I think as I've grown, I've decided things aren't always going to happen the way you think they're going to happen. And you just need to kind of go with the flow. My dad always said, cooler heads will prevail. And I've always carried that with me. And so when I think about staying positive during challenging times, I've got a great resource of knowledgeable personal and professional friends And with that circle of connections, um, even in challenging times, people will lift you up and they'll ask you, how can they help? And I rely on that a lot. I know for sure that I don't know the answer to every question and never will. But I do know that I've got resources available to me that I can pick up the phone and call somebody and ask them, how would you handle this? Or how did you handle that? And so I don't think there's ever a challenge that's been put in front of me that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something I absolutely can't do. And I'm going to just sit here and my own self-pity about it. I've got individuals that I can reach out to and, and help to figure out the right way to do something. That's great. My seventh grade science teacher used to say, use your resources. Yeah. And that means your people resources too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
So to close out our conversation for this afternoon, Mark, what advice can you give to help people make the most out of 2021? That's a great question. When I think about 2021 and reflect back on what we went through in 2020, it almost makes me feel like nothing is impossible. I just so happened this past weekend, I uh, was doing some channel surfing, which I don't do a lot of, but I was doing some channel surfing and there was a movie on that I had seen a long time ago, but I had really never uh, remembered the connection. The movie was Passengers. It's a 2016 movie. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence are the actors in it. And they're on a spaceship that's taking them to a new world planet. And they're supposed to be in time sleep for years. But something malfunctions on the ship and Chris Pratt ends up waking up way too early. Uh, they're not going to be to their destination for another 90 some years. And he realizes he's going to die on this ship before anybody else even wakes up. And he figures out a way to wake up Jennifer Lawrence. He wakes her up and doesn't tell her that he's actually woken her up. She thinks her capsule is malfunctioned as well. And of course, they make a, a friendship connection. And then she finds out by accident that he had woken her up. And I won't ruin the ending of the, the movie for you, but what's interesting about that, when you when you look at the end of that movie, here's an individual who was had a plan. They knew what their expectation was and where they were going to be and what their life was going to be or what they expected it to be. And something out of their control doesn't allow it to happen. And they could have given up at that point. They had multiple opportunities to just give up and say the heck with it. And they could have ended their lives at that point if they wanted to. But you find out through the course of this movie, they embraced the challenge and realized that, you know, hey, this wasn't my plan, but I can adapt and make changes. And that's what I would give as advice for individuals going into 2021, especially as we've come out of 2020. We know that things can be difficult. We know that there's going to be challenges. We know that everything's not going to go our way. And we can either fight that or we can lean into it and make it be a part of us. If we do that, if we lean into those opportunities, those challenges, those obstacles and say, you know what? Yeah, this wasn't what I was expecting, but what are the possibilities if I do embrace this? Imagine what will happen if you do that in 2021 as challenges and hurdles come up in front of you, if you embrace those, looking back when you get to this time period next year, looking back at 2021, you'll be like, wow, I'd never expected to be where I'm at today. So I want people to make goals and challenge themselves, but don't be afraid of the unknown and, and not knowing exactly what's going to happen because it's in those particular moments where we find the exceptional. Wow. That is so inspirational. That is such an, a great outlook to have. Thank you for sharing that perspective, Mark. And thanks again for hopping on and having a conversation with us about reflecting on where we've been and thinking about where we're going to go this year. I think this has been very insightful and very helpful. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. That was such an inspiring conversation with Mark, and he really made me think about what 2020 meant for me and what I'm reflecting on about 2020. 
I remember at the beginning of this conversation, I said that 2020 flew by and it did. But what it taught me was the value of time. 2020 gave me my time back. Working from home, being able to be with my family longer, not having to leave or not getting to leave, (laughs) it showed me all of the time that I was missing out on. I would rush through the morning, driving to work, sit in my seat, work, rush home in a hurry, and things were just so rushed. But without needing to leave the house, I found some extra time to sleep, to hang out with my family to think and reflect on, well, what do I want to do with this extra time? Something that I found time to do was read. I've never, ever, ever been a reader before, but I find myself as I'm getting older to become more of a reader. I took some time off over the holidays and I was actually able to finish an almost 500 page book in a week, which if you knew me any time prior to that time, (laughs) you would be shocked. (laughs) I did not read. So I've gradually stepped up my reading and that was a really big milestone for me. And it's really helped me to want to read more this year. And if I can do that, then I can tackle really any book. I'm finding the time to do things for myself. My daughter started kindergarten this year and I'm really enjoying the time that I'm having with her in the morning fixing her hair, getting her ready, and sending her off to school. It's just been so great, and I'm so appreciative of it. So that's what uh, 2020 has shown me. Rachel, what about you? Well, one of the things that Mark said towards the end of our conversation was being more resilient. He didn't use that word, but that's what I took away from it. And it made me think of a conversation I had with one of my friends just a few nights ago. She was talking about when quarantine first hit last year, she was trying to be optimistic and thinking things like, oh, well, we'll be done by June of last year. We'll be out by August. We'll be out by October. And she was setting herself up for some disappointment there, unknowingly, obviously, because nobody knew what to expect when COVID first hit and quarantine started. But I read in Good to Great by Jim Collins. He interviewed Admiral Jim Stockdale. He was a prisoner of war during the Vietnam War. And he endured a lot. One of the things Jim Collins asked him was, how did you make it through? And who were some of the people that didn't make it through? And one of his first answers about that was the optimists. The optimists didn't make it through, which shocked me. (laughs) You would think having a good outlook on things and trying to stay optimistic would be positive. Mm -hmm. But every time they would say, oh, well, we'll be done by Christmas. We'll be done by Easter. And that time would come and pass. They would just be so disappointed that eventually their hearts were broken and their spirit was broken and they didn't make it out. So I love this quote and I feel like this just sums up 2020, COVID, all of that in such a great way. He says, you must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality whatever they might be. That was very eye-opening to me. And when I had the conversation with my friend where she said she was trying to be optimistic and she was doing the same thing that she was doing last year, well, we'll be out by June. And I said, I love that you're being optimistic, but maybe you need to reframe that optimism. Maybe you need to change your perspective and say, you know, no matter when things will return to semi-normal, 
I can make the most of what I'm doing right now. That is what's going to be most beneficial. So that's what I took away from our reflection over 2020 and what I'm bringing into 2021 with me. Well, that's great. I love it. So now let's do our very first what I'm loving right now segment. Raquel, what are you loving right now? I am really embarrassed to admit this, but I am loving TikTok and Instagram reels right now. I'm sorry, but I was just talking about how much time means to me. But if you want time to pass as quickly as possible and laugh, then you're going to want to discover TikTok or Instagram reels because strangers are just making me laugh. They have my sense of humor. They are getting me like, I'm like, oh, I am not the only one who thinks like this. And sometimes I come across somebody who is not what I am in the mood for right now. And that's fine because you could just keep swiping and you never know what you're going to get next. It's so mindless, but it gives me that connection You know, you have a connection with your best friends, with maybe your sisters that nobody else gets. Well, these people, total random strangers, there's somebody who gets it just like you. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. TikTok is too dangerous for me. I'll get sucked in for hours if I'm not careful. (laughs) You definitely have to be careful. (laughs) All right. What I'm loving right now is I have two things on my list and I promise I will be brief. Number one. We love Amy Landino. We talk about her on the Career Passport podcast a lot. She's a productivity YouTuber, and she came out with a book called Good Morning, Good Life. Shameless plug. We're doing it for the All NBS Book Club this year, so make sure to hop out there and join us. But another thing that she came out with is a companion planner called the Good Morning, Good Life Planner to help you plan the best possible morning for yourself. Mm -hmm. I got it as a Christmas gift. I am loving it. Really? (laughs) Yes. Really? I am filling out my days. I have my morning planned out. I even got up at 630 this morning. I was so proud of myself (laughs) because I am terrible at getting up in the morning. But because it was in my planner, you bet I got up and I did all the things that I wanted to do before I started work. So, Oh, man, I love that. So very happy about that. And then the other thing that I have on my list for right now is my bullet journal. I talk about this all the time to anybody who will listen. It's saved me so many times when I'm working on projects and I'm managing my to-dos. I can't tell you how many times I've gone and looked at my to-do list and said, oh, I almost forgot to do that, but it's in my (laughs) bullet journal, so it's getting done. Mm. (laughs) So those are the two things that I am loving right now. Much more productive than TikTok (laughs) and Instagram reels. So (laughs) point goes to you, Rachel. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. No, no shade at all. Uh, But Raquel, I want to hear what you're reading right now. What is your book recommendation? I just finished reading The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. I heard about it a while ago and I heard people talking about it, how amazing it was, what kind of story it had and the lessons it had in there. So I was like, why not? I started reading this in 2020. I will have to admit the first almost 100 pages, I was not getting what people were raving about with this book. But as I went through, I looked up some videos online and I'm like, what is what's up with this book? Like, why do people like it so much? Then my eyes were open. I'm like, I get it now. And maybe my mindset just wasn't there when I was reading it. But after getting other people's opinions and lessons from it, I am a fan. The main point of this book is to enjoy the journey 
of finding your purpose. The book calls it your personal legend. You can take that as your destiny. So it follows uh, Santiago, who is a young shepherd, and his journey to his personal legend. And what you need to get out of this book is don't just have your eyes set on the goal. Have your mind open to what you're going to be blessed with through the journey. He keeps having this recurring dream that he's going to find treasure in the pyramids. Along the way, he does meet an alchemist. And what an alchemist does is change basic metal into gold. But it's not something that happens overnight. This process, if you do it the right way, takes years. And I think that's the main point of the book. You just can't be focused on that gold in the end. In order to get to that gold, you have to take the time. You have to pay attention to what the world is trying to tell you, to what the signs are, to everything is going on around you as part of your journey in order to get to that treasure and actually appreciate it. I would recommend reading it if you have the right mindset for it at the time. And I've heard people have read this several times and each time they get something new out of it. So I'm pumped to read it again, maybe in a few months and just to see what else I can glean from it. That sounds awesome. I am putting that (laughs) on my reading list right now. Well, huge thanks again to Mark for joining us for this conversation on 2021. And thank you all for listening. We're so excited to continue to bring you great content this year. We have some really great things in store for you all listening. So stay tuned and we will catch you in the next episode.